0: Hey there, welcome back to The Truth of Somewhere, a conspiracy theory podcast. My name's Corey.
1: And I'm Megan. And today, we're going to start things off a little bit different. Because okay. I have just the tiniest bit of suspense that I want to build up for you because I know at least one person out there is probably going to start screaming to themselves when I get to the reveal of what we're talking about.
0: Out there, she's clearly not referring to me.
1: It's clearly not Corey. Ah! No. But I, I I, bet somebody, probably more than one somebody, will, like, freak out when they figure it out. Okay. Alright.
0: Uh, it sounds like this is gonna be, uh, quite the showstopper, then. I hope so. Okay. Yeah. So let's, uh, let's start.
1: Let's do it. Uh, it's September of 2001. Okay. And Kevin Manis attended an estate sale in Portland, Oregon. The estate belonged to a woman named Havala, who had passed away at the age of 103. She had been Polish and survived the Holocaust. Oh, wow. hmm Very interesting. Yeah. Her mother, father, husband, and children all died in the Holocaust. I know I promised mm. you that I was going to bring you mm. something a little more uplifting. Oh, man. But it's going to get better, I promise. Okay,
0: so a uh, bunch of dead people in yes. Auschwitz. But
1: she escaped,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and she escaped to Spain. Okay. And there she acquired a small wine cabinet, which is the subject of this week's podcast. Okay. Uh, Manis purchased that wine cabinet and a few other pieces of furniture and was approached by the woman's granddaughter at the okay. estate sale. The granddaughter said to Manis, I see you got the Dybbuk box. I'm going to pause here so that you can scream as you're driving in your car. Don't scream in your cubicle at work, though. It's a bad idea. And Now I'll move on. The what box? Dybbuk. Dibbic. Mm
0: hmm. Okay. Why are people gonna scream at this one?
1: Because this is this Dybbuk box is a big deal.
0: Is it? Yeah. Please. It's
1: a big fucking deal. Please my go on because
0: obviously I don't know what a big deal is. You don't know
1: anything about this because you don't follow paranormal. But this okay. is a paranormal episode.
0: Okay. Paranormal. I like that. I'm gonna get lots of laughs.
1: Yes, that's why I picked this one. Okay. Alright, so she says this as she points to the wine cabinet that okay. Anis has purchased. Uh, The granddaughter further explains that her grandmother kept the wine cabinet in the sewing room, shut and locked, and set high up out of reach. And the grandmother had always called the cabinet the Dybbuk box, and when asked what was inside it, she would spit three times through her fingers and say a Dybbuk and a Kassalim.
0: Okay, I don't know what either of those are.
1: I didn't either, and we'll find out later. Okay,
0: so wait, this is a a wine cabinet? Yes,
1: a wine cabinet. It's like... Tiny, like, yeah, like it it's like, maybe a couple of bottles of wine, and that's Like a it.
0: traveling, little travel guy. Yeah. Yeah, okay. It's little. Okay, you say wine cabinet, and I think of, like, a big...
1: No, 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 it's little.
0: Okay. It's I'd, little. I think in English, uh, at least American English, uh, when you say cabinet, you normally think of something that is um, bolted to the wall.
1: No, it's like or... a tabletop. It's okay. It's not huge. Yeah, I
0: mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I've never, I've never seen the word like that. So that was, that's why I, I, fair, I was fair. like, okay, what are we talking about? Okay, um,
1: so Havala, the grandmother, had requested that the box be buried with her, but that is contrary to the rules of Orthodox Judaism.
0: Okay. So the
1: box had been part of the estate sale instead.
0: Oh, that's real nice. Yeah,
1: I know they didn't honor her wishes because it wasn't part of their religion. Yeah,
0: you're. Um, yeah, well, you know.
1: Uh, uh, yep. Uh, Manus felt that the cabinet meant too much to the family, and he tried to return it to the granddaughter. He's like, oh, I shouldn't buy this then, obviously. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. it means a lot to you guys if she asked to be buried with it, sure. right? Sure. Um, during this exchange, the granddaughter becomes increasingly hysterical, telling him that the family didn't want it. Oh. Uh, she tells him, no, you bought it, you made a deal, it's yours now. Okay, uh, and Manis chalks all this up to grief. He was like, "No, yeah, she's getting a little manic because her grandmother died, and it's all very sad." And-
0: right, and maybe maybe she doesn't want the item back because it's just a sore, it's a yeah. sore subject. She's like, "Nope, I've already separated whatever this whatever this is. I don't need it."
1: Exactly. So he chalks it up to grief, and he takes his wine cabinet and his other pieces of furniture back to a small furniture store he owns. Okay. So he puts the cabinet in the basement workshop of the store where he intended to restore the cabinet and give it to his mother for her birthday.
0: Okay. How nice.
1: Yeah. Very nice. Uh, so he leaves. He drops the cabinet off and he leaves because he's got some errands to run and he's got a woman who works in the store mm-hmm. who uh, can be there by herself, obviously. She's a salesperson and she's worked for him for two years. Okay. And he's only gone for half an hour when he gets a frantic phone call from her. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. So she claims that someone is in the basement and that whoever is in the basement had locked the security gates and the emergency exit and she couldn't get out. Oh. So she's stuck in the store. Interesting. So it's like those um, security gates on the outside of a store that um, lock externally. Okay. Not internally.
0: Yeah, like the big, like they generally pull down the big gates. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That
1: you see in bigger cities. Yeah, yeah. So it's one of those. And then the emergency exit has been locked from the outside as well.
0: Interesting. And she has
1: no way to get out, and she can hear glass shattering from the basement. So oh. she clearly believes somebody's in this store. Right, of course. She calls him frantically, because she's terrified. And he tells her to call police. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like, I will be there as soon as I can. So when he gets there, security gates are indeed locked. Okay. So he opens them, and he goes into the store. Uh... He finds his salesperson curled up in a corner of his office, sobbing hysterically. Oh, wow. And then he goes into the basement, because he's assuming the person's still down there. Right. Um, and the basement has taken over, uh, taken on the overpowering odor of cat urine.
0: Oh.
1: But he's like, never had any animals in this shop. No history of it. Nothing. Sure. It's never sure. smelled this way before. Uh, all of, good wine. Yeah, right? All of the lights in the basement had all been broken. All of them. That's nice. So he said that there were like nine of those big incandescent tubes mm-hmm. that had been in the ceiling, and all of them were just all over the floor. Probably
0: the like, sound of glass breaking.
1: Yes, that makes sense. But yeah. why would all nine of them blow at the same time? I don't know. Right? Doesn't make sense. Know. Cats. Cats, obviously. Cats spraying their pee in yeah. such violent streams. Right at right. the ceiling. I mean,
0: cats are known for spraying.
1: That is true. Cats so, are known for spraying. You know,
0: and then a lot of times light bulbs get—they're hot. So when you spray them with uh, a cooler liquid, that heat uh, causes a—it's a quick transfer, which causes the already brittle material to crack and break. There you go, mystery solved. All right,
1: <laughs> you heard it here first through the somewhere, and we found it. We found it. Volatile cat pee—that's
0: mm-hmm. what it is. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Manus doesn't think that though. No, he doesn't believe that.
0: No, not for no. a minute. He thinks that uh, she peed all over the place, huh? No. That would be my thought. It's
1: absolutely cat pee. There's a difference.
0: I know. Smell. I know there's a difference in smell, but I would question, like, did you bring your cat down here?
1: Okay, fair. Did you sneak a cat into the store? Okay, right, fine. Right, Um, So there's no one in the basement. Okay. And Manus is very confused because he's like, well, the gates were still locked mm-hmm. when I got here. And if somebody left the basement, they would have had to pass me. To get out of the store but there's no one down here okay so that's real spooky and weird
0: and that, this is where this box is right
1: yes the box is in the basement okay uh so his salesperson never returns to work but yeah okay yep. she's this is pretty scared 2001 to this day she still refuses to discuss what happened okay um
0: i mean she is this is this is 2001 in september She's probably pretty shaken up already from otherworldly events.
1: Okay, that's that's fair. I don't know what and day to deal he with other purchased. things.
0: Maybe she was like, ah, the world's a mess. I don't want to be here anymore.
1: Maybe.
0: I mean, odds are there's about a uh, two and two and three chance that uh, this is after the eleventh.
1: Sure, you're right. I didn't think about that. Yeah, but it's still crazy because she'd been there for two years and she just never came back.
0: Right. Well, that's pretty crazy.
1: Yeah, that's nuts.
0: I mean, there probably is no connection, and I'm stretching on that. But. Yeah. Still. But it's logical.
1: I get yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, so, two weeks pass by, and Manus finally gets to work on refurbishing the cabinet. hmm So, uh little cabinet, and it's got, like, a little hinge lock thing at the top of okay. the door. Okay. And it's locked so in So, does it open,
0: way. like, a chest?
1: No. It opens, like, a set of cupboards do. Okay. Like
0: uh, a cabinet. Well,
1: it, yeah. It, yeah. It does, but it doesn't open like that. There's a mechanism to get it to open Uh that doesn't involve having handles and actually opening it like that.
0: Oh, Which I will explain in just a moment. Sure.
1: Uh, so he removes this little pin lock thing that's Mm -hmm. on there. And then he discovers, really cool mechanism, that if you open the drawer at the bottom of the cabinet, Mm -hmm. that's what opens the doors for you. Okay, yeah. I have Uh,
0: desks that are like that, are really annoying.
1: Nifty little... Yeah. Little mechanism. Uh... For such an old item and that to still work properly is pretty cool. that's pretty great. So inside the wine cabinet, he finds a couple of pennies from the 1920s, a lock of strawberry blonde hair bound with string, a lock of black hair bound with string, one small granite statue engraved and gilded with Hebrew letters spelling Shalom, and one black cast iron candlestick holder with octopus legs, and one cup. Also, I think some a uh, dried rose. I didn't write that down. It sounds a, like witchcraft. Definitely a dried it does sound like witchcraft, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah it that sounds comes in later. It
0: sounds like the tools that aliens would use.
1: Because witches get their powers from aliens. You said it. All right. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
1: So Manus saves those items because he's thinking these are probably pretty important to the family. So he intends to return them to the family, but they refuse to take even what was inside the, the box. They okay. were like, "Nope." We don't want anything to do with it. So, we wash our hands of it.
0: So they didn't really know anything of it, but something to me, none of those things sound like a debek or a Keselim. Kassalim. Keselim?
1: I would assume because it's a Hebrew word. Well, actually, technically, it's a Turkish word, but we don't learn that till later.
0: Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, either way, I don't know what either of those are, and you just named everything that was in there.
1: Yeah. I will get there, I promise. But okay. this, is, this is one of those ones where it's really important that you have patience okay. with me getting to explaining I what will, it did I will And a because right now I am narrating from Manus' perspective and he doesn't know what those things are either. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. So everything is from Manus' perspective. Okay. We're um, going third person omniscient. Omnipotent. Oh. Third person omnipotent? I don't, Omnip- th- omni-
0: omni- I don't. omnipotent means, like, all-powerful, so I don't think that's it. Yeah,
1: third person omniscient. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. smart, I
0: promise. Just say third person, people will get it. <laughs> <laughs> Saying I'm the smart, I promise. He's oh, yeah. a little pompous. <laughs> you no,
1: know, it was self-deprecating in the moment. Yeah,
0: seriously. I am smart, I swears. <laughs>
1: Uh, so family refuses to take the items back. Doesn't want the box, doesn't want the stuff that was inside the box. Uh, so because the mechanisms are so great for its time, and they still work, he chooses not to refinish the piece. Like, originally he was gonna sand it down, totally right, refinish right. it. He's like, never mind, this thing's amazing, it's made of mahogany, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna clean it up.
0: Okay. Rather than fully refinishing right.
1: it. Right. Uh... While he's cleaning the box, Mm -hmm. he discovered a Hebrew inscription on the back of the box, but he didn't know what it said. Oh, okay. And apparently he was real fucking lazy because he didn't do any of his own research to figure out what a dybbuk was, what a kessalim was, what the fuck the Hebrew inscription on the back said. I mean, He didn't do any research. He has no idea. So we have no idea as
0: of now. As of now, you know, I'll I'll give it to him if he was uh, a man of the computer age. Mm -hmm. 2001 was... No, maybe not the greatest time. There's, there, he probably could have found out what those words were on the internet. Then he probably could have just Google. Yes. G- uh, yeah, Google was around.
1: Google was around. Well, it was at a that baby. Time, I don't think, I think it was
0: the. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was. I don't think it was the. Uh, the staple that it is in our lives now. But, uh, anyways, yeah, he could have. I go- could have gone to a library.
1: That's true. He could have gone to a library, right yeah. to the reference section, yeah. to a dictionary.
0: Yeah, but. um... I was going to ask, I I feel like I should know this word. I've heard it probably a hundred times in my life. Shalom. Peace. Peace. Okay. Okay. Great.
1: Yes. So shalom means peace. Okay. And yes, he knows what shalom means because it's the only thing that he understood of the inscriptions. And that's on the little concrete statue.
0: That's a, yeah, yeah. That's a thing that I, I feel that I should know as well. Mm -hmm. I've heard that before. Okay. But shalom is on the stone statue.
1: Yes. Okay. Get ready for your first eye roll. Okay. Manus' mother's birthday was October 28th, but he didn't get to see her until October 31st, Halloween
0: Okay, of 2001. So her birthday was the 28th, Mm -hmm. and he saw her on the 31st.
1: Yes. And he gets to present her with her gift on the 31st. Wait,
0: so his mother? His mother. Okay. Because he refinished
1: the box for her. To give it to her for her birthday.
0: Okay, so it sounds like a story already.
1: <laughs> I know. Uh-huh. And the, I did the same thing as soon as I was like, oh, Halloween, really?
0: Mm-hmm. But maybe
1: her birthday really was October 28th. Who uh, who am I to judge?
0: I mean, so, sure, this this is a coincidence so far. It's
1: a quinky dink. So he meets with his mother. They're going to go out to lunch. So she comes to the store, and he's like, here, this is what I got for you. Okay. And she appears to love it at first, and mm-hmm. so she starts looking it over. And he walked away to make a quick phone call, but then he was summoned frantically by one of his employees, letting him know that something was wrong with his mother. Okay. So he rushes back to her, and she's sitting in a chair in this furniture store, and she's crying, and she's completely non-responsive. Like, he's trying to talk to her, and she's just staring straight forward, and nothing's happening, and she's not responding. So they call 911, as you do. Uh, And his mother... What?
0: Does this only affect women? No. Okay, because so far... It's only been women that have had negative responses towards it. We'll get there. Okay. Okay. Because uh, he's he's had it in his possession now for a while. Yes. And either a we don't know of any negative responses that he's had to it, or he's been pretty resilient against it.
1: Well, this is his story from his perspective. So right,
0: right. Okay. Uh,
1: but he he does get impacted, and okay. we will talk about that. Um, but he's giving like the chronology of this thing. Okay. So his mother is taken to the hospital by ambulance, and it's determined that she suffered a stroke. Wow. It's a pretty big coincidence, but strokes happen. Yeah. Uh, She temporarily lost her ability to speak. She has since regained that, but during that time period, she had to communicate by pointing to letters of the alphabet. Very stranger things.
0: Yeah. Very stranger yeah. things. Mm-hmm.
1: But it, it kind of makes sense, because it would have been before, like, everybody had a phone in their hands to, like, do yeah. text-to-speech.
0: Sure, sure. Okay.
1: Um, So she points to letters of the alphabet to talk, and when Manis asked her how she was doing the following day, so the day after this mm-hmm. happens, she spelled out, no gift. And Manis is thinking she's upset because she can't remember after all the excitement of everything. Mm-hmm. She's thinking he didn't get her a present.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: That's what he thinks she thinks. And so he laughs and he's like, No, no, I got you a gift. Remember I gave it to you yesterday
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then she spells out hate gift
0: oh. Oh, okay. on the thing.
1: And he like laughs because he's just relieved that she's okay and he's like, That's okay, you don't have to keep it, I'll take it home. It's not a big deal. I'll take mm-hmm. it back. So Manus is a dirty regifter because he gives the cabinet to his sister.
0: Oh, okay. It sounds like he's just going to ruin his whole, his whole family. His whole family. Yeah, yeah.
1: She uh, keeps it for a week, gives it back.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, she complained that she couldn't get the doors to stay closed, which is really curious because the doors don't they open on their own. Like, they, like, don't a, yeah, yeah. they don't have a any springs. You have to open the drawer uh-huh. to open the doors. And right. so she's just like, the doors won't stay closed, and it's annoying. hmm So, Manus gives it to his brother. Okay. And his sister-in-law, who keep it for three days. Uh, give it back. Okay. His brother complained that it smelled like jasmine flowers, but the sister-in-law complained that it smelled of cat urine.
0: Oh, interesting. So, question. Did he keep all the things inside of it, mm-hmm. or were those still... Okay, let me rephrase that. Did He
1: put them back in the box.
0: And then when he gifted it to all of them, all those things were inside of them. Yes. That's kind of interesting. He kept every one of those items in there. He didn't decide, I want to keep the penny... Or the candlestick or anything. No, I
1: think that he thought that it was like, isn't it cool? It's got all this history to it. Here you go.
0: Okay. I can see that. I would do that. I, I can too, kind of. But I feel more like he would have kept one thing or two things sure. out of it. And been sure, like, sure, sure, This candlestick would look cool up here or, like I said, the penny mm-hmm. from the 20s. Uh, this is worth more than a penny now. I mean, really, it's not worth much more to worry than to worry about, I would imagine. Right. Um, unless, I, I know there are, I don't know a ton about collecting coins, but I know that some coins have specific runs where they are quite a bit more, but I can't imagine a penny is really that significantly more valuable. valuable. Getting off case, <laughs> my point is, it seems odd that he's kept all those items in there.
1: Fair. Yeah. Okay, I'll take it. Uh, so then Manus is a total dick bag, and he gifts the thing to his girlfriend.
0: Yeah, seriously. No
1: one will take this. And he's like, well, maybe my girlfriend will. Yeah. So she keeps it for two days and then asked him to sell it at the store. Okay. Perfectly logical. Yeah,
0: just get rid of it.
1: He sold it that same day to a nice middle-aged couple. But three days later, the cabinet was sitting outside the front doors of his store with a note that read, quote, this has a bad darkness about it, end quote.
0: Oh, I would probably start thinking at that point, too. I, I mean, I'd start being a believer. Maybe there is something wrong with this. Right. Maybe it smells funny, so cats keep peeing on it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It smells like cat piss because cats just keep peeing on it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Sure. Uh, So at this point, Manus takes the cabinet home. Okay. He's like, no, nobody wants this thing, so I'll take it home. Uh, he takes it home, and it's at this point that he begins having strange nightmares. Oh. And I'm just going to read what he said about his own nightmares, because it's easier. Okay. Quote, I find myself walking with a friend, usually someone I know well and trust. At some point in the dream, I find myself looking into the eyes of the person I am with. It is then that I realize that there is something different, something evil, looking back at me. At that point in my dream, the person I am with then changes into what can only be described as the most gruesome, demonic-looking hag that I have ever seen. This hag proceeds then to beat the living tar out of me. I have awakened numerous times to find bruises and red welt marks on me where I had been hit by the old woman during the previous night. Oh. End quote. Oh, that's
0: that's unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I had a dream when I was a kid. (laughs) Uh, I was, I was walking through a desert and I remember my feet were just so hot as barefoot walking through like the Sahara desert, right? Mm -hmm. Just miserable. And I was really warm. And when I woke up, I realized that I had, um, two blankets over the top of me and, um, I used to have a little RC car and I'd have to plug the battery in and it was next to my bed and my feet were... Were resting on the <laughs> on the yeah. battery pack that was charging. So uh, maybe he should stop tossing and turning so much in his dreams in his sleep. Do you think and, he
1: was beating himself up in the in
0: his sleep? I, I think that's more possible. I think that's there's a higher probability that that's the truth than it, a dream hag.
1: It would be if the next steps didn't happen.
0: I mean, sure, but is any of this true, or is this another one of those internet uh, sensations? No, as far
1: as I know, this is true Um, quote unquote this Mm -hmm, is mm -hmm. supposedly true this this item is referred to as the most haunted item in the world
0: oh where is it now i can't tell you yet but i'm really excited about it i hope at the end of this episode you're like i have a gift
1: (laughs) (laughs) no no because we couldn't afford it but where it is now i am very excited about so maybe that'll give you a clue
0: okay okay
1: um so that's his his dream. He has a terrible dream about a hag. She mm-hmm. beats him up. I really love the fact that he says she beats the living tar out of me. Mm-hmm. I think that, that that made me giggle a little bit. I was like, oh, yeah, this is so, like, relatable mm-hmm. the way he talks. Oh, yeah. So at this point, Manus has not connected this nightmare to the cabinet. Because why would you? Well, right? Like, you, you know, wouldn't.
0: I, I don't know. if If I get enough people that are going crazy around yeah. this cabinet, I think I would have possibly started connecting dots with something in my life. Sure.
1: But you're a very logical person, and he didn't believe in anything paranormal either. And he was just like, "I don't know what's going on."
0: At this point, I think I would have. I don't know. I think at this point, if so many people have been like, "I don't want this," I, I, why would I want this? Like, and even I would be the looking. Family at
1: Family was like, "You made a deal. You bought it. It's yours now."
0: I think I would start thinking there's something wrong with this thing. I think I would have started thinking there was something wrong with it a while ago, and like maybe, maybe there is something to this. And I don't wanna deal with it. Okay. Or I might start fair. poking and prodding it. Maybe I'd start taking doors off, seeing what's happening.
1: Okay, that's fair. So Manus doesn't know that anything's wrong with the cabinet yet. He does yeah. has, he hasn't connected those dots yet. He's a little slow on the uptake. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he's about to. He has his sister, brother, and sister in law over for dinner. Mm-hmm. All the people who were like, don't want this thing. Yeah. Uh so they have a great night, they have a good good dinner, and then all the siblings uh, decided that they were gonna stay the night because they stayed up late talking and it was just easier for mm, them to stay the much. night in the house. Yeah. 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 So in the morning, Manus' sister explained the exact same nightmare Manis has been having.
0: Oh wow. Did she have bruises?
1: I don't know, I didn't say. Okay. Uh then his brother and sister-in-law exclaimed that they have had the same dream. Oh. Uh so all three of them explain that they'd had the nightmare before and it was mm-hmm. during the time that they had the wine cabinet in their respective homes. Oh. So Manus calls his girlfriend and finds out the same thing to be true of her. Oh. So they've all had a collective nightmare specifically linked to this stupid cabinet.
0: Okay. About a crazy hag.
1: Yes, beating Beaten the them tar out him. Yeah,
0: that yes. was once a friend. Yes. Yeah.
1: Crazy 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 hag. collective dream. Yeah. Uh for a week after the dinner party, Manus started seeing shadows out of the corner of his eyes. Okay. And visitors to his house also claimed to see shadows.
0: Interesting. I would think on his point that might just be paranoia.
1: But other people see seeing in, it. in,
0: but other people see- seeing it. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a little different.
1: Um, so Manus put the cabinet in his storage unit, which was outside of his home, mm-hmm. and was awakened one night by the smoke alarm. There was no smoke, but... There was a strong odor of cat urine again.
0: Oh, interesting. Uh,
1: He brought the cabinet back inside and then began to do research about the cabinet online.
0: Finally, he's like, what the fuck is this thing? Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: So he's doing research about the cabinet and he falls asleep. Mm. He has the nightmare, and then he's awakened at four thirty a.m. by the feeling of someone breathing on his neck. Oh! And the house now smells like jasmine flowers. Okay. And he saw an enormous shadow figure disappearing down the hallway. I just got goosebumps. <laughs> God. Okay. It was, I think it was the like feeling of someone breathing on your neck wakes mm-hmm. you up, and there's nothing there, and then you see a giant shadow thing, and it just too. <laughs> that yeah, sounds pretty it creepy. Freaks me out yeah. so much. uh.
0: Especially so, if you could hear footsteps. Oh,
1: God, that's the worst. It's kind of like a paranormal activity, right? Yeah. The world's most boring, suspenseful movie. Oh, no how man. You describe yeah. It. I
0: describe that as. God, like, that yeah. movie
1: scared the bejesus out of me when Oh, man. Out.
0: I was so bored. I went and watched that in the theater, mm-hmm. and I was just bored out of my mind, but every hair in my body was standing up at the same time. Like. Yeah,
1: that's good horror when like your whole body is like. Uh, uh,
0: uh, uh. I guess, but at the same time, I was like, "Oh, just get on with it."
1: Okay, all right. I okay. really liked that movie. Okay. I didn't like the subsequent movies that came after it. I, but I really liked the first. Movie. I didn't watch them. That makes sense. Yeah, but go you're on. not much of a horror person. I am. I love this shit.
0: I generally logic them too hard, and mm-hmm. I go, "Why are you walking down that hallway?"
1: <laughs> Fair. Fair. Yeah. So Manis keeps this thing for a really long time because we're fast forwarding now to June of 2003. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the reason we know all of this mm-hmm. about this box is because Manis listed the wine cabinet on eBay as, quote, haunted Dybbuk box. Okay. And the last thing he said was that on Friday, June 13th, he came home to find all 10 of the fish in his freshwater aquarium were dead.
0: Oh I know. This is the last thing he said?
1: Yes, in the eBay listing. Oh, And he's eBay like telling listing. everybody okay. this okay. crazy story. Um. So I actually picked this story kind of because it's an anniversary thing.
0: Aww. Because oh. Because our anniversary is also yeah, yeah.
1: June 13th. Yeah, yeah. And the June 13th we got together also happened to be a Friday the 13th. Awww. So it connects full circle. Oh, was this to a us. Friday as well? Yes, oh. Friday, June 13th. Oh, you're right. I wasn't listening. Dead. All 10 fish. So uh, I picked it I won't a buy you any fish. linked back to us a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that anybody else cares, but that's why I picked it. Sure. Um, so the cabinet was purchased on eBay on June 16th, 2003 mm-hmm. by a young man named Joseph who attended Truman State University in Kirksville, Missouri. Okay. Why do you, you
0: think... I was just giggling because I was thinking, do you think he specifically was like, uh, buy as is, no returns? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well he said that it was haunted like he was the all of the stuff that i have told you yeah. he put on ebay that's
0: fine i'm just saying like do you think it, i think it's funny if he was like you have to keep it well, i'm not going to he, take it back he
1: kind of did because there were updates where because so many people were interested in it because people were like that's mm-hmm. haunted that he was like no i won't connect with you outside of ebay no you have to pay me through ebay's platform like
0: mm-hmm. that is
1: it like i'm not going to to agree to do this in any other way okay because people were very interested um So Joseph, from Truman State University in Kirksville, Missouri, buys the Dibbick box. Uh, He and his roommate agreed that they would examine and test the box for any actual spiritual presence, um, because neither of them, frankly, believed in anything paranormal. They were very logical. Mm -hmm. Uh, Joseph kept a blog about his experiences with the Dibbick box. Oh, how nice. Yeah, I know. There's just all this information. The other thing Joseph is is a real MVP because he actually did some historical research and found out that a Dybbuk, mm-hmm. in Jewish teaching, is a misplaced spirit that can't rise to heaven or descend to hell. Oh,
0: okay. Okay.
1: It can also be defined as a demon that possesses a human. Okay. Or an evil spirit that causes mental illness, or a spirit of a soul that takes over human bodies that can be either evil or good. Okay. And basically, like, it literally translates to, like, to stick to. Okay. So it is essentially a spirit of some sort stuck to this wine cabinet. Okay. Uh, He also um, figured out what a kassalim is. Okay. Uh, He explains that a kassalim is a term that appears to be Turkish meaning priest, but he also notes that Manus could have misunderstood what the granddaughter had said was actually kasim, which is a Hebrew word for denoting objects used in magic.
0: Oh. Which would explain the
1: coins, hair, candlestick, rose. Okay. Cup, all the stuff inside the box. He also um, got somebody to interpret the inscription on the back of the box. Okay. And it, it uh, interprets to, quote, Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed is the name of his honored kingdom forever. End quote. Okay. And that, my friends, is where we're going to leave you for this week. And next week we're gonna do part two of the Jibbik Box.
0: Part two, we're gonna we're gonna explore what happened to Joseph and friends, huh? Yes. What a what a biblical name.
1: Yeah, no kidding. That's kind of funny, huh? What
0: a what a biblical name to find the biblical. Uh, I don't know stuff. because
1: because Judaism doesn't have anything to do with Joseph, so. Okay. So it doesn't really. Okay. It doesn't apply. Sure. It doesn't apply. Sure. Uh, but yes. But yes. That's it. That's it for this week. Sorry to leave you with the cliffhanger, but there was just so much. No, I uh, think this is great. That it was just the perfect time to do a two-parter episode.
0: Yeah, now you guys have to come back. <laughs>
1: That's true. If you want to know what <laughs> happened to the dibbick box and why I am excited about what happened to the yes. Dybbuk box, come back next week where I tell you about the rest of the adventures of said Dybbuk Kasalim Kasim. I want to know. I want to know. I already know. I, I want to you know, tell I you. Know. I want to tell okay. everybody all about okay. it. Okay. Yeah. That's what I got, folks. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Ttas Podcast. If you like what we're doing, hop on over to Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or whatever your listening platform may be and leave us a positive review. Uh, if you really like what we're doing, hop on over to Patreon.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, you can sign up for any tier of reward. Get bonus content. Get cool merch. Uh, jump into the facebook group uh ttis podcast group you can find all of the above mentioned stuff on the website yep the truth is somewhere.com that is everything i've got the truth is somewhere guys keep looking
0: keep looking don't cheat don't cheat i'll know if you cheated